You've heard of Huntley and Brinkley, McNeil and Lehrer, Simon and Garfunkel, Bob and Ray. Now here's Mishigas and Malarkey. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Good. How you doing? Okay. This is season three, episode 24, also known as episode 60, and it's the indictment special, but we have to make clear this is indictment number two, so people don't get confused with the first one in uh, New York. Yeah, and uh, we may only be halfway through the uh, the indictments for this summer. Right. The, the fact, well... There's one in Georgia probably coming up yes. in August, I believe, late July or August. Yes. And um, there's also a an indictment that will probably happen in Washington related to the fake electors and the uh, January 6th activity. Exactly. And there, there, there could also be... Um, it probably won't happen, but there, there's also uh, could be a case, an indictment in New Jersey about mm. anything that happened at Bedminster. Right. When, so, they, uh, when they dig up, it, it's the season finale reveal, the uh, coffin. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. The, the Ivana files. Yeah. Completely and full circle. I hear that they're, you know, talking to Geraldo about hosting that one. <laughs> but uh, just imagine he could come back and, you know, do a bookend to his uh, Al Capone's vault uh, special. They're going to find Jimmy Hoffa in there. Well, hey, you know, New you Jersey. Yeah, yeah New anything Jersey. can happen. New Jersey, it could be. So anyway, uh, where are the Kushners? Uh, well, yeah, I haven't really been worried about them. But yeah, they're kind of missing. Um, they're missing in action. There was a. Uh, Apparently, there was an incident today where a woman got out of an SUV and Fox News announced that Melania was in the courthouse, but it turned out not to be Melania. It was one of Trump's assistants. Right, of course. I forget her, Margot something, Margot Martin, something like that. Okay, yeah. And um, if you remember last week, these Trump lawyers went to the Justice Department and there was a uh, woman lawyer who kind of from a distance looked like Melania or she looked like Hope Hicks. Well, right. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a, <laughs> Take uh, your pick. it's, it's definitely like a central casting thing. Yes. You know, yes. she was so, the one who was in the red outfit and kind of stumbled on her heels down the steps. Right. Right. It's like Trump like called up central casting and said, you know, send me a, I need three lawyers. I need a. I need a. A thinker. I need a tough guy, and I need a good-looking broad. I need a gal. Yeah. I need a gal, a mall. Yeah, uh, that's it. Yeah, they're always you know circling. Today we had uh, Alina Haba, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was something. Yep. Yeah. And um, uh, I was looking up her uh, Wikipedia. And she graduated from a law school that's ranked 179 on, out of uh, 198 on U.S. News and World Report. Yeah, well, she had been a, uh, a parking garage lawyer mm. in New Jersey. She, hey. some, she Somehow she knew Trump through Bedminster. Right. And uh, her clients had been like a chain of parking garages or something. 
Yeah. And somehow she wound up representing him. Uh, I think well, she who was, was that? Who was that parking garage magnate that I uh, uh, got involved with? That you got involved with? Was yeah. that the guy who was always running for office? Hirschfeld or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hirschfeld, Abe, yeah. Abe Hirschfeld. Yeah, he had. Yeah, yeah, he had the same name as the. Uh, well, oh, similar Cartoonist. to the cartoonist, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Abe Hirschfeld. He was always going to. Uh, yeah, I I had some meetings with him because uh, you know I. I I guess I accidentally discovered that his office was in the uh, Pennsylvania hotel and I was working next door at, you know, one pen Plaza in an office at one pen Plaza. And I don't know if I ran it, bumped into him in front of the hotel or found out some other way. And before I knew it, I was like up in his office, pitching him on, you know, ghostwriting his autobiography. Oh, wow. That would have been cool. Yeah. If I, how gee, he should have like made you his protege. I know. I know. I mean, that there were, I, I was having, you know, dreams of that. Yeah. And then my, my other joke is that, you know, I had, I was, I was doing deals with Harry Helmsley, but then he was declared non compass mentis. Yeah. Well, you, you might've been what pushed him over the edge. It's possible. All yeah. right. Any, anyway, uh, more about the indictment today. Yeah. <laughs> what, so, what were well, impression? No, I, I, you know, as soon as the, uh, the indictment came out, I got the PDF of it and started reading it. Right. And, uh, I, I, I really didn't know what to expect. I assumed that it would be what they call a speaking indictment. It would mm-hmm. have, you know, a lot of material in it just mm-hmm. because of the public interest. Um, you know, instead of just being a bare bones, you know, where they list the charges or whatever. Yeah. Um, when I, started to see the photographs of all the bankers boxes piled mm-hmm. up in the ballroom. I thought, mm-hmm. Oh, this is getting crazy. And then, uh, <laughs> I, I was kind of amazed by it. I mean, mm-hmm. the, um, you know, I, I knew he had all this stuff, but the fact that they were playing this game of like moving it around and apparently he was lying to his, to, to, to his lawyer about mm. it. And, uh, you know what was amazing to me is like I, you know, I saw the picture of the bathroom with the chandelier, and they, they have like a kind of a cheap-looking shower curtain, and then the right. chandelier next to it. I mean, the whole thing looks crazy. And then the boxes are peeking out from above the uh, shower curtain. Right, right. There's boxes like piled up in Stacked the shower, up higher. In fact, than I, I think in seven, seven feet high. Yeah, in one of the text messages that his employees were exchanging, they said something about boxes in a shower. Yeah, but uh, the the thing somebody that ama- said somebody said leave them there; those are his boxes. Yeah, yeah. The thing that amazed me was um, on Saturday on the front page across four columns. I mean, the paper now is six columns wide, so across two thirds of the front page was a color photo of that bathroom. And I thought, oh, my God, the bathroom is on the front page of the New York Times. It amazed me. And then I thought, well, it's a Saturday one. I guess they could be a little a little loose or a little experimental. Right. But, uh, it, it Imagine like if I, I, I was wondering, like, would they have even had a toilet on the front page of the New York Times years <laughs> ago? You know what I mean? Like, like, yes, that, that would have been like, you know, like now they have like curse words in the New right. Yorker. I guess. You know? Yeah. 
I guess it was uh, Abe Rosenthal, not Abe Hirschfeld, who probably kept the toilets out of the Times. Well, that, I, I, I literally said to someone the other day, can you imagine if, if Abe Rosenthal was around and they put a toilet on the front page of the New York Times? <laughs> yeah, he, he, didn't even, he didn't even want to have gays. In, in right, right. He would have had an aneurysm. It would have been like, uh, <laughs> you know, it would have been. I, I mean, there's all these stories about like people uh, doing stuff in the New York Times and Abe Rosenthal like being almost in tears over yes, it. Yes, yes. So yeah, that that bathroom would have finished him off. The Times has come a long way. So um, what else? Let's see. So you read the indictment, and it was a speaking indictment, and it was uh, distilled down to, uh, I guess, you know, they were like th- out of thirty-seven or thirty-eight charges like 30 something of them were just multiples of the same thing yeah there's 31 that are all like separate documents that trump retained and then there's a conspiracy charge right um there's one charge that only relates to walt nauta yes the uh, the valet because he statement right he was interviewed by the fbi and he lied to the fbi right um that alone could get him a jail term. Yeah. Now what happened? Um, he didn't have a lawyer today. What the hell? Why did they do that? Well, that's a good question. Um, he, uh, is it possible that instead of, you know, deciding how to plead today that they wanted to buy him some time to decide and maybe they could do a deal with him separately? And yeah. Then, well, that, yeah, there's a lot of speculation. I mean, see, the smartest thing he could do would be to get his own lawyer yeah, and, uh, and or flip. just pl- plead guilty to some, you know, to stuff, and and then you know have a an understanding about what he would be required to do after that, right? Yeah, I mean he's in a lot of trouble, mm-hmm. and uh, you know there's 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 no question about that. Now, um, Trump is having a problem finding a lawyer because he, uh, I mean, he had two lawyers today. Now the one guy said he's going to be there for the duration, but he, uh, I mean, from what I've been hearing on these various legal podcasts I listen to on my morning walks, he, he has a uh, challenge because he has to find people who are qualified to uh, deal with top secret documents. They have to have security clearances themselves. They have to have experience in dealing with that type of uh, that type of material. So, you know, he needs like a national security lawyer, not a parking garage lawyer from central Jersey. Mm. So, uh, so we'll see what happens, but you know, it's funny. We're getting so used to these presidential indictments. They just Mm -hmm. sort of, but you know, they they come every month or two. Yeah. But I mean, they're increasing order of magnitude. Yeah. So there's that. I mean, the, the, the thing about this case is that, you know, as you read the indictment, I was wondering like, how do you, how do you defend against this? Right. Um, and I, I really have no idea how you would defend against well, it. Barr I mean, said you can't. He's right. He's, and, he's, he's toast. If right, half of and, it is true. Right. And the defense seems to be, well, what about Hunter Biden? What about Hillary? Yeah. That's you not going to fly. I mean, even, even with uh, what's her name? Eileen Cannon, right? Oh, right, right. Yeah. That's a whole other. Uh, I don't know if that's going to fly. <laughs> No, I mean, they, they, you, at some point, you still have to go in front of a jury and you can't just say, hey, what about Hillary? Yeah, Although- exactly. Uh, so, yeah, Walt is in trouble and the two of them rode together in the um, 
in the motorcade and uh and then they went to a to little havana right yeah yeah they went to this bakery cafe that's uh and who was the who was the gal in red that was like ushering him around do we know i don't know i don't know she might have been one of the one of the people from the bakery or something i don't know i thought Um, i thought at first i thought what about that luna uh the congresswoman Oh, right. I think she's uh, she's she's not in the Miami area. She's like in St. Petersburg. She's on the uh, Gulf yeah, Coast. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know if she was around today or not. They said that Carrie Lake was there today. Oh, yeah, they said that. I didn't and, see that. Uh, a bunch of them are going to be at Bedminster. I guess the thing at Bedminster will be happening soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tommy so Tuberville gonna... is there and Mike <laughs> Lindell. And, uh, you know, the they're real... going to have a grand old time. So, um, uh, you know, here's another sidelight to all of this. You know, all that stuff he had and uh, we, you know, whatever he had, you have to assume he shared it with whoever was paying the most money for it. So, uh, you know, I'm wondering if maybe what was in those boxes that that he was given in the White House that he took with him home because everybody knew he was going to take stuff home with him. Uh, basically, you know, he was sharing it, let's say, with uh, Russia and it was saying, uh, you know, hey, we're not going to help Ukraine. In other words, uh, you know, maybe it was all counterintelligence. Uh, well, yeah, I you know I I wondered about that since the day he became president, right? If, if they would uh, give him counterintelligence, right? At times, feed him false material just to see if it came back to them. Yes, if it popped up somewhere, if somebody did something based on the false, you know, intelligence that he provided. Right, right. They, they I, I always right. I always wondered if they would give him something to see if his fingerprints turned up you know, and something else yeah. coming out of Russia. I, I, I think we can, you know, safely assume that that is the case because, uh, you know, despite the fact that a lot of these, you know, guys come on uh, cable TV and look shocked, I don't think anyone <laughs> is shocked at anything this guy does. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, from the first day, I mean, they they had to know he was trouble. You yeah. Know, and on. on the first day, well, maybe it would know it was it was like the day after he fired Comey. He had the Russians there in the in the Oval Office. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. In fact, he revealed something to them that day that the Americans had learned from Israeli intelligence. Yeah, exactly. and the Israelis were were. So he was already it. giving the Russians you know, uh, national security secrets right in the Oval Office on the day after Comey was fired. I forget how far into his his presidency that was. But, you know, it's a little sad because everybody was wondering if today outside the courthouse would be another January 6th. It yes. would be like the truck caravan. Remember the yes. truck caravan? We were covering yeah. that for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it really like nothing happened for a while. I was watching a, uh, a live stream from Laura Loomer. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, what was all that about? Well, she was outside the courthouse walking around just like streaming it. And, uh, you know, it, it looked like you know, like the same people hang outside Mar-a-Lago in their Trump shirts and flags. I mean, it didn't really seem to be all that many people. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it, on TV, they would show these shots from a helicopter and it looked like a pretty sparse crowd. I mean, mm -hmm. it was not a dense crowd at all. I mean, you could see mostly sidewalk. But, but yet know, it so. was more than had attended Obama's inauguration. Oh, yeah, right, right. So, uh, you know, so that that was kind of strange. And there were the, the, there were these weird hints in the last few days, like there, there was this um, this congressman from Louisiana who I, I know about because a friend of mine used to live in his district. Mm -hmm. And he is this guy, Clay Higgins. He's right. like this, this idiot. And he was tweeting these like cryptic messages. It yeah, sounded like know your something. bridges. Right, right, right. And like something that sounded like, you know, QAnon, you know, crossed with the Oath Keepers or something. And people were wondering if he was, uh, you know, sending out the, you know, the bat signal to yeah, get everybody going. But um, no, nothing code. seemed to happen. I mean, they were. Uh, oh, he was saying like, hold, hold. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Hold, hold. But the, uh, <laughs> hold this. Hold this. Hold on. But the, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the this protest today, I mean, it was just like, you know nothing seemed to happen uh you know there was one guy there one wearing guy was like yelling a, yeah yeah there was one guy there wearing a prison like an old-timey oh, yeah, prison suit black and white stripes right and he he was wearing a sign that said um lock him up mm -hmm. and i i saw a picture of him on twitter and then at the end of it all when trump was leaving he ran in front of trump's suv and all these oh, secret gosh. service guys grabbed them and then the yeah. cops like threw him to the ground and handcuffed yeah. them yeah that was so, close uh, that was so a close he, uh, call well i guess he just wanted to get his lock him up sign in front of trump and i guess he uh he succeeded in doing that but mm -hmm. uh you know that that was pretty nutty that that was the only thing that happened that seemed to be you know, unusual or something. He said there was some pushing and shoving after that, but, uh, you know, it seemed pretty, peaceful. I was surprised that, you know, that the people could get that close to the, uh, to the motorcade because there were no, there were no yeah, metal that, barriers. Yeah. That was kind of strange. I mean, normally, uh, you know, like in New York, they would have like, you know, cops there and nobody right. would get close to the car. I mean, that, that seemed a little haphazard, mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, it could I mean, have been a disaster. Well, you know, what's funny is like 20 years ago, everybody was assumed to be a suicide bomber or, mm. you know, every, you know, and I mean, now we, we've sort of like, you know, people have forgotten all that, you know, I don't like, know. Uh, I like when the, well, that right. But I mean, it's sort of like if somebody ran at the president's SUV 15 years ago, that would have been like a major story. Like, oh, yeah. They would have, you know, is he a suicide bomber? Was right. he carrying a dirty bomb? Did yeah. he have anthrax? And I mean, now it's, I mean, it was just a nut, you know, with some Florida man uh, in a I prison think, suit. I, th I think we, we got lucky there. And uh, especially with uh, uh, Uncle Ted back in the news, you know. I guess they Epsteined him, huh? Oh boy! And I was bar seen anywhere near there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was a look out. There was a big man in horn rim glasses seen leaving the uh, yeah. leaving the premises. Yeah, He's, bar. Um, yeah. What did uh, Trump called him? What did he call him the other day? Oh, a, he, a, he a, made a gutless pig. Yeah, uh, Trump was. Yeah, he, was Trump, he was making fun of his size. He was like, you know, nowadays when you see him, he's trying to get into a chair, and it's not easy. 
Yeah, I mean, it's really, uh, yeah, here, I'm looking at Truth Social. He, Oh, this is good. He's got a new nickname for someone on CNN. He calls him Fake Tapper. (laughs) Okay. Fake Tapper just demanded that his... No, fake fake tapper right. just demanded that his broadcast be closed down from Miami because there was far too much enthusiasm on the streets for quote Trump. I like the way when he talks about himself <laughs> in the third person, he That's puts it one. in he puts it in sure. quotes. Yeah. Which which is like a weird These people, they don't love America. They hate Trump. Yeah. And uh let me see. He's uh Oh, he said it was one of the saddest days in the history of our country. Mm-hmm. We are a nation in decline. Yes. Three exclamation points. Yes. So and, uh, I don't know if I were him, I would try to find a nation that isn't in decline and, you know, try to try to make some money there. Yeah. Well, Marjorie Taylor Green came out today and recorded a video and said we now live in a communist country. OK, well, so, but how does that explain how she's able to roam about freely? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I mean, she, wouldn't one of wouldn't the, one of the first things they would do in a communist country is grab her? Oh, geez, that's nasty. Um, huh? Grabbing her? No, um, no. I mean, I, mean, <laughs> I know. Her. Just, yeah. <laughs> put put her on the uh, the the uh, island prison somewhere. I don't, I don't. I don't think she's Trump's type. Well, you know, I think that's the she problem. Would not, she would not be his first choice. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I think <laughs> that's the problem she has. She desperately wants to be the vice presidential candidate. Mm. And I don't think he can go there. You know? I think I Carrie, think, Carrie Lake blocks her out. I, yeah, absolutely. And um, there was someone else. Oh, that woman... Uh, that governor in what is it, South Dakota? Nikki Haley. Oh, no, no, Christy Nome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, well, Nikki Haley now is kind of turned on him. Uh oh. And uh, you know, mildly, but uh, yeah. no, no, that's true. I mean, she's like a weather vane. That one. Oh well, she. Yeah, I mean, you know, she's a joke. It's but, a joke. Uh, but yeah, I, I wonder what'll. I wonder what's going to happen to this nation. Well, you have to stay tuned. I mean, if nothing else, he's a television producer. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the, uh, you know, at least there, you know, so so far as we know, there's no violence that, uh, you know, took place around his indictment today or his arraignment. So that's good. Um, Thank goodness. uh, You know, the day isn't quite over yet. But uh, well, you know, these people, they've all been warning each other that. Oh, yeah, there's going to be FBI in the crowd. And speaking uh, of, I'm popping over to James Comey's Twitter feed, and he says on June 9th, a good day for the rule of law. And then today, earlier today, he retweeted something from Heath Mayo saying Trump has now been arraigned in Manhattan and Miami without any major violence erupting. You know why? Because people are now scared of being prosecuted for it after January 6th. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's the deterrent effect. All right. Well, let's 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 hope it holds and we'll be back next week. Okay. yeah. Well, next week we'll get back to a regular program because it won't be any indictments now for a little while. You never know. Something could pop up. No more presidential indictments for a little while. I don't know. Wait till they find out who he gave those documents to. All right. That's it for now. All right. Take it easy.